I want to read Psalms just here in Philippians, but I want to read, uh, I'm going to go to Philippians in just a minute. Um, Psalms 95, uh, verses 1, 2, and 3. Just listen to it. It says, Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. That's what we did tonight. Amen. And let us shout joyfully. Some of us haven't gotten that part yet, the shouting part. We only know how to shout at our kids. Amen. Shout unto the Lord. Amen. Joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence. And I thank God, like I said, for what Robert and Pastor Andrew said tonight, with thanksgiving. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Amen. Think about that for a second. We're going to, you know, probably read in December the story of, of Jesus being born and, and how those wise men came to the manger. And, and what did they do when they met and stood before Jesus? They brought something. They came with thanksgiving. You know, the, 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 the wise men really did what Pastor Andrews was just talking about. They came before Jesus with thanksgiving, expecting something from nothing. You imagine coming and, and, and standing before a baby and realizing that that baby was going to be your savior? Be a little bit difficult at that time. But there's a lot of stuff that ties together tonight. And he says, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. When we talk about a sacrifice of praise to the Lord, we realize that we come before God with a, a spirit. You don't have to be having anything to be thankful. Right? It's a spirit of thanksgiving. And, it, and your attitude says, Lord, I don't. And Robert said this again at prayer very, very well. I don't need anything else. I've got Jesus. And I'm going to lead into that in a second, just for a few minutes here talking in Philippians. We've got to get to a place where we understand that, that if I've got Jesus, I've got everything in the world to be thankful for. Everything else is just a bonus. Amen. I, I have Jesus. So when I come into his presence, it doesn't matter what I'm going through. Doesn't matter what I'm facing. Doesn't matter what my struggle is. Doesn't matter what my need is. I have Jesus. That's all I need. Amen. That old song, he's all I need. How many know that he is all you need tonight? Amen. And then it says again in verse two, let us shout joyfully to him with psalms for the Lord is the great God and the great king above all gods. Amen. So we see right there in the book of Psalms where it says thanksgiving. Amen. Like we're celebrating. So let's look at Philippians real quick. Uh, this is a, a verse the Lord put on my heart for tonight. Um, starting in verse four. Rejoice in the Lord when everything is going good. Is that what your Bible says? Are you not there yet? Four. Four. I said four, right? Darn it. Chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord when everything is good. Always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Verse 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in some things, in everything, by prayer and supplication with a horrible attitude with thanksgiving let your requests be known to god amen look at that again be anxious for nothing but in everything so if he says be in in everything be thankful that means you got to be thankful for the bad things too that sounds weird but the quicker you get a hold of that in your walk with god the quicker you're gonna walk in victory because you're gonna have bad days 
You're going to have struggles. You can compare year to year. This, this year might be the best Thanksgiving you've ever had. Might be the worst Thanksgiving you've ever had. This year might be the best Christmas you've ever had. That might be the worst Thanksgiving you, Christmas you've ever had. What does that depend on? You? Really? Because some of us might say, well, if I have, you know, the money this year to be able to have a great dinner and have more than enough, then it's going to be a great Thanksgiving. Or if I have enough money to buy my kids presents and give my, my family presents, then it's going to be a great Christmas. But that's the wrong attitude. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with buying gifts. There's nothing wrong with having a lot of food. All those things are great. But are you thankful because of those things or are you thankful no matter what? It's an attitude thing. And he says, in all things and in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So he's saying we need to be thankful in everything. Now here's the next couple of verses I want you to see. It says, and the peace of God, amen, and the peace of God. Which surrounds, sorry, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, this next verse is something I use a lot when I'm praying for people, especially if they're fighting any kind of mental battle, if they're fighting any kind of depression. This is, needs, to, needs to become one of the favorite verses you write in your Bible and have in your mind to go to that is a life-changing verse because our mind and our attitude determines everything. How many understand that tonight? How many have been saved long enough to realize that? It's not what you're in, it's your attitude in it. So we can go in again, go into tomorrow. Every one of us is in a different place going in tomorrow for Thanksgiving. When I say that, you know what I'm saying. It means that there have, has anybody, does everybody always have the exact same amount of finances or food or family? At your, no, it's always different. Some years it seems like there's more than enough to buy everything you love to buy, to have as many people over as you can have over, and, and, and there's an abundance, and, uh, so, or other years there's uh, scarcity and you don't have the money and you're thinking, oh man, this isn't going to be a, a good day, it's not going to be a good dinner because I can't even invite all the friends or family I want because I don't have the money to buy food. Or every year, or maybe it's not even money, maybe it's health. Last year you were healthy, this year you're not healthy. Last year you weren't healthy, this year you're healthy. All kinds of factors come in, and so our mind goes into a day like Thanksgiving, and we have all kinds of things going on, but God wants us to win the mind battle and understand Thanksgiving comes from the heart. That's, that's where it comes from. And so the key is this verse right here, he says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, Whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If there is anything, any virtue, sorry, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So he says, you, you, have, you have the choice to focus on what you want to focus on. You have the choice to make Thanksgiving, Christmas, life, birthdays, family, all these occasions, whatever you make it. And if you have, uh, have to have certain things to be able to be happy, then you're not going to be happy. But if you're able to sit there with a can of beans and your family be there, then you say, you know what? I don't need the beans. I just need my family. I'm just happy to be around my family this year. Amen. I'm happy that my family's here. 
I'm happy to be in a, not on the street, whatever. You just, it, your mind can do so many powerful things. And God wants us to be in a place where we thank him no matter what. A spirit of thanksgiving. And obviously we're talking about this because it is Thanksgiving, but that attitude and that spirit, this wasn't written during Thanksgiving. This attitude was saying, hey, with Thanksgiving, as Psalm says, come into his presence with Thanksgiving. Meaning, I love what Robert did tonight. That was awesome. That was led by the Holy Spirit because many times we, we have needs and we pray and we say, how many have a need? And that's what we do at that time. But mixing it up tonight, we need to learn to come into his presence and praise him and thank him and worship him without asking for anything. Amen. Amen. How many parents are in here? How many times do you have your kids come and ask you for things? And that's all right. But if they always, ever, just every time came to ask for something, it would not be very happy for you. But there's something powerful and special that happens when your kids come to you and they're hugging on you and they're loving you and they're looking you in your eyes and they're just just loving on you and you're wondering, what do you want? (laughs) And they say nothing. I just want to hug you. That's powerful. That's what God is looking for from us. That we're not asking for anything. We're not looking for anything. We're, we're just praising Him. We're just thanking Him for who He is and what He's done for us. Because He's already done enough. Doesn't matter. I don't need anything else. So let's finish with this part right here. Let's look, look on to the next couple of verses. And this is the attitude we need to have at this Thanksgiving. The things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me... These do. And the God of peace will be with you. Watch this. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Let me know, just stop there for a second, that no matter what you're going through, God will always show show out. God will always show up. He'll always look back. and You'll go, man, he showed up. Every time we do this dinner, every year, People worry. People fret. I used to in the beginning. How are we going to have enough food? Are we going to be able to feed everybody? Is there going to be enough room? And every single year is more than enough. People go back for seconds. People take food home. We need to get to a place of understanding that if we're doing it for God, if we're living a life unto God, He is going to supply all of my needs according to His riches in glory. Amen? He has more than enough for us tonight. So he says, I rejoice greatly that you have uh, flourished again. Let me have just looked at God and said, God did it again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Now watch these next two verses. These are the ones I really want you to see out of all the ones we read. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. That's the word from the Lord tonight. That I have learned that in whatever state I am to be content. What does he mean? He says, I know how to be abased, meaning I have nothing. And I know how to abound, meaning I have more than enough. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Amen. And every single one of us in this place tonight have been there. Maybe not, at the, maybe not everybody's on the same scale or, or, or level, but we're all in the same place. Amen. That we've all been at a time where we've had more than enough or more than we've had before. 
And we've had times where we don't have enough. There's always going to be those times. But it doesn't matter if my mind tells me and I remind myself I've learned to be happy either way. And be thankful either way. 